0: Hi, Johan. Welcome back again. Uh, Do you know when you were the last time here at the AXFM? Mm,
1: must be um, early 2019?
0: (laughs) No, it was early
1: 2018. Oh, really? Oh, time flies.
0: Yeah, this is what I also thought. So this is why I'm asking you this. uh, uh, Yeah, it was March 2018. So it's crazy. I, I also uh-huh. thought that this is this year, but it was last year.
1: Well not this year because that would have been only five days. So
0: Yeah, it's true. So I know I'm old school, so it takes a long so half a year until I recognize that we are actually in the <laughs> new year. Yeah. yeah. You were uh you were in the March twenty eighteen and was the episode number six and now we have the uh this episode is going to be right it would be I don't know when, but currently there is episode around seventy episodes already recorded.
1: Oh, cool.
0: crazy! So I th- I hope it happens a lot to glue on HQ. So you're still working with JavaFix?
1: Yes, yes, very much. So um, even more than before, and um, with uh, um, on more platforms uh, than before. Okay. Before we dig into the uh,
0: delve into the Java Vic stuff, uh, have you have you attended the Code One this year?
1: No, this year I wasn't there. That was the I think the second time I missed it since uh, 1998 or so. Okay.
0: And why you didn't participate
1: at the Code One? Um I I ha- I had a, a schedule conflict. Okay. So it, um, I I still like the, the conference. So, um, I mean, it's it, it's not Java 1 in, in 2000 anymore, but still I think it's an important conference. But I, yeah, I couldn't make it. Okay.
0: So I also didn't make it because I forgot to submit the abstracts, <laughs> which, is, yeah. uh, which is somehow crucial uh, uh, for a conference. But, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, so I wanted to ask you now how the code one actually was.
1: But, I I I yeah. heard from others that uh, um, yeah, it was like quote one before I think.
0: Oh really? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, because yeah, uh, I always ask myself, you know, if we have too many languages in one conference, it's not everything is a little bit watering out, you know. So, uh, I mean, who can attend all the talks about JavaScript, PHP? Uh, what we have, what else, you know, Go, Rust, and Java is just too much stuff going on. So uh, yeah, right, yeah. So my my personal opinion would be, you know, to have a lots of ones, like you know, we have Go one, Java one, PHP one, and whatever one, and uh, yeah, this could be, I think, more sensible. But yeah, who knows?
1: Yeah, true. On the other hand, there's also lots of uh, other conferences, lots of content available online now, online conferences, and so so it's uh, um it's 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 moving um the, the the subject of a conference is not the same as it was twenty years ago, and we have to realize that
0: I think it is still the same if you ask me because if I'm a java one so i, I, I so the I actually Java one Code one was one of the view conferences where I attended the whole week, and I just forced myself or forced myself I enjoyed you know to listening to the to the talks the whole day. And and even you know at night. So I spent the whole day at the conference, and at night there were the birds of birds of the feather. So the buffs. And uh, if you don't have a conference, uh, I mean, no one will you know spend a whole week just watching to YouTube. I think it is not not doable.
1: No, that's true. But um, and I, I, I was like you and you know that, that we attended the buffs uh, uh, all night and 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 the after parties, is. But I think it's it's uh, um we've always been a minority there I think uh, most of the people attending uh Java one was because well that was the the place where you where you got most of the content buffs were um in my opinion very very useful and and that were really the reason why we attended the conference but um there were never um two thousand people in one buff no
0: yeah but still you know uh you had the unique chance you know to 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 now, what I'm going with it is not just because of buffs. I didn't attend the Java one just because of the buffs. I attended Java one, you know, to 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 have a really productive week, and yeah. uh, I, I cannot see this without being at a conference. So uh, I I think you know that there should be there should be there could be a, a place or conference how to call it where uh, they just you know streaming the whole day for you and you can just pick the topics, but you could and no one will do it from home.
1: No no, no, that's true it's um it's always been my most productive week um uh ever well especially when I was not giving presentations then um you attend a conference and you learn a lot and you experiment and you uh mingle and uh, um, you learn lots of new things and you can experiment with it and that 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 never happens outside of such a conference that's 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 true. Yeah,
0: and and what I remember, so we spent the whole you know day listening to other people, and then we met usually at the after parties and somewhere, and we had a you know brief chat what you saw and you know what what are the news and or news what are the opinions, and it was a brief discussion which I really enjoyed, and uh, without a dedicated Java conference, I, I it's going to be pointless. I mean, because you know yeah, yeah this is what what I don't get, but um, let's see how it goes. I think. In a few years, the conference will come back because uh, this is more like, you know, how to call it, uh, training camp, something like this, you know, where you go somewhere and you spend one week, you know, to learn this new stuff. And uh, there are speakers, people who uh, (laughs) entertain you, I would say, with the new content. And this is more enjoyable than watching, you know, in the basement, uh, YouTube or Vimeo channels.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. We also have to see, it's uh um the conference is being moved to las vegas uh, now, so we'll have to see um that should make it less expensive than um San francisco um we'll see how that goes
0: okay that 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 could be actually interesting uh-huh okay cool now so we we both did not attend you know the code one, so there is uh, nothing nothing to to tell but uh yeah. you were very uh very busy with JavaFX, and um i actually i got lots of questions JavaFX from my project so i always try to redirect to glue on hq where i say okay there is uh no there is some 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 crazy by capable guy you know in in in, in the glue on hq which uh knows w- about Vix. so what what you did actually the, the last year a half with JavaFX, and um yeah so what happened <laughs>
1: So what did we do? Um, we um, um, we focused on a number of um, uh, crucial things. First of all, JavaFX is a client platform, um, and that, and client means desktop, but it also means uh, laptop, uh, embedded, and mobile. So um, we focused on making JavaFX more um, uh, uh, applicable to uh, mobile devices and embedded devices because. The client landscape is evolving. So that's one of the, um, one of the main focus areas of gluon 4 uh, since we, uh, were founded. So that is, um, that, that still is very important. The other thing that we focused on is, a uh, um, um, first class, uh, um, uh, performance. And in order to achieve uh, this, we, um, are working together with the, um, uh, VM team at the Oracle Labs. So, um, we made sure that JavaFX applications can be um, uh, optimized via GraalVM uh, native image into uh, real native uh, applications that can run on desktop, mobile, and embedded. And um, from, uh, um, well, not really a marketing, but more a technical marketing perspective, we created uh, um, OpenJFX.io, in which we try to give the basic information about JavaFX because they're still, um, I think one of the problems that JavaFX faced in the, um, uh, well, maybe uh, five years ago or so, was due to the image. Um, many people thought that um, Java is created by Oracle. Oracle does mainly database and enterprise applications, so there's probably nothing um, client-related uh, in, in the Java world, which is not true because Java VEX is uh, uh, really client-oriented. Oracle is one of the major contributors uh, to, uh, to Java VEX, but the image was uh, not in favor of uh, JavaFX, and I think um, um, we and we is then uh, Oracle, Gluon, and many um, companies and individuals in the JavaFX community turned that image around. And um, if you look at the download numbers of uh, JavaFX, you see that uh, uh, that is uh, increasing. So more and more people and companies are realizing that um, Java provides a very good uh, alternative to create. Uh, client applications, and I think um, um working on that image, so making sure that java is not just for uh, server and cloud development but also for embedded mobile and client development um took a lot of energy, but I think it's uh, uh it's really paying off now, and uh, companies that have many java developers uh, working on their backends are now realizing that they can also use those java skills to create uh, client applications so that is a uh, um on the, well, let's call it the technical marketing side that we um, uh, did lots of work over the past year and a half.
0: Cool. Have you chance to listen to the episode number 61 with Tony Apple about Forever Young and Java on an iPad?
1: Uh, 61 is the only one I missed, I think.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, you, but you know Anton and uh, Tony Apple, right? Definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we talk about the Duke script, and, and he also mentioned, we mentioned the new, and, you, and uh, we also mentioned, you know, the uh, the uh, open sourcing project of Java VIX, I think it could be interesting uh, to 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 tell how you got to the Java VIX stuff, because uh, so Java VIX was Sun, then was Oracle, and one point of time uh, you took over the Java VIX. So uh, when was it and how it happened?
1: Yeah, um, I, I actually do remember that we were at a party together at the, uh, Java 1, where um, Java VIX was sort of announced, or so I, I I don't know anymore. I I know that there was a magician at a party doing strange things. And so, so that's, uh, um, that was in the very beginning. And, uh, um, so I was, uh, I've always been interested in um, Java on the uh, mobile and embedded client. It was always frustrating to me that, um, I could not create Java applications for uh, my mobile uh, devices or my embedded uh, devices. So we had to use uh, J2ME in the past. And so, and that was not really standardized. didn't work on all devices. So I've always been interested in that area. And um, when Oracle acquired uh, Sun, um, it became clear that at that point, and it's important to say that at that point, Oracle was not really interested in pushing Java on uh, mobile or embedded. Um, so the, the, the Java VEX team, uh, inside Oracle, uh, did an excellent job in making as much as possible, as fast as possible, open source of JavaFX. But wait, a a community...
0: wait, wait a second. Wait a second. What what I remember is Java 1 2011. So what Oracle did back then, Oracle team, they presented JavaFX running on an iPad. Remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and on a, and on an Android uh, device as well. Yes, they yes. showed it there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
0: then it just disappeared. And this was, yes. uh, you know, the, the the moment where something happened. And I had to, the chat with uh, Tony, and, and t- Tony thought probably Oracle uh, uh, wanted, you know, to push their own mobile application framework over JavaFX, and this is what killed JavaFX probably back then. Yeah, well, killed is the wrong word, I
1: think, because it's, not, there, not, killed, but, you know, um, it's not Not killed, you know. It's
0: not killed rather than uh, yeah. didn't support it, Let's like,
1: uh yeah I yeah um well I um I was not in uh in the meetings I never worked for Oracle so I don't know um um I, I I can't tell why um uh Oracle did not um um continue that path, because at that moment it was indeed very promising uh the the, the first moment that they showed JavaX and the iPad it was uh, uh, very promising um but um well for, for reasons that we could not influence at the time and we cannot revert time. Um it's uh, uh Oracle did not um continue uh, uh in full force with Java FX on mobile. Um but um because I was working with x on mobile uh in my spare time, um the um uh, some people of the x team approached me and asked me if I could continue doing that when they made everything open source. So um we, we kept on working on the uh on the uh mobile ports uh and on the embedded ports together with the uh um the JavaVex team. And um and that worked um uh pretty okay. Um but there was a big drawback that we had if um if we had to um do Java Vex on iOS, as you know you cannot run a Java application, you cannot run a Java virtual machine on iOS, so you needed um, an AOT compiler to compile Java code ahead, ahead of time. Um, and at that moment, there was a company called RoboVM who mm-hmm. created uh, a Java uh, compiler that sort of uh, compiled Java bytecode into uh, native code that could then run on iOS devices. And we used that uh, compiler to, um, um, to execute Java uh, applications on iOS. And we ported the Java FX native libraries to iOS so we could run Java X on iOS. So that was that was the beginning of, of um the story with uh um uh well with my involvement uh with Java uh and how it increased. Um and then um well it was never the goal uh to create a fork of Java FX for mobile, so everything that we wanted uh, to enhance for mobile or embedded, uh, should also work on desktop. So as a consequence, we worked not only on JavaX on mobile, but also JavaX on desktop. And, um, and I think it's a good sign that um, Oracle is pretty open about this. So um, they asked if I wanted to be the co-lead of OpenGAFX. um So together with Kevin Rutherford who is uh, from Oracle, I'm now the co-lead of, uh, uh, of the JavaFX uh, 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 um, and that actually shows that um, that Oracle is um, uh, open to contributions from the community and also open to um, uh, considering JavaFX more than just desktop, but also uh, mobile and embedded. The and, question, um,
0: question: Why Oracle have still has still stakes in JavaFX? So why Kevin is still working on JavaFX right now from Oracle?
1: Well, there are a number of reasons. Uh, so first of all. Um, Oracle still provides uh, support to Java um, uh, 8 which includes uh, Java f x8 so um, there um, uh, are customers that um, uh, still need uh, uh, support but um, I I do know that Oracle also has some uh, internal products that use Java FX so they um, yeah they need to uh, they need to spend uh, resources on Java FX and then um, I and again, I cannot speak for Oracle, but no. I think if if you want um, if you want your middleware to be successful or your cloud applications to be successful, it it always helps if you can uh, guide the, the data from the client to the server. So if you want your um, middleware to be used, it helps if you control the uh, the client devices that send data to your middleware or that um, use applications that. Or executed on your middleware. So, if you want to um, uh, follow the flow, then you start from the client. And uh, um, with Java FX, um, while well Oracle being the Java steward, um, has of course easier access to um, uh, uh, um, to Java FX resources. So, the more clients that are written in Java FX, um, the more uh, likely um, those Java FX client applications will talk to the java backend because you need the same skills it's 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 java end to end and then um you can of course benefit from all your java uh, middleware so there's a um basically a clear business connection in my uh opinion uh, as well yeah there's another reason why um uh it makes sense for oracle to still uh, invest in the uh, and that is um because of what is happening now with uh, curl vm
0: mm-hmm. and uh and OpenJFX, you mentioned OpenJFX, but OpenJFX was uh, around for years. So is this something new, or is, I mean, did the open source OpenJFX, I know it at at, at least five years. Or is this something you or I'm confusing something?
1: No, no, that's true. But what? Um, so one of the first things that we did um, when um, uh, um, when I became the co lead was that we um, created a mirror of the OpenJFX repository on GitHub. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, until that point, um, the JavaX source code was created in a, a Mercurial repository hosted at the OpenJDK infrastructure. Um, and, um, many, um, developers complained about it because, um, they were used to, to work on projects on GitHub, create pull requests, open issues, and so, and, um, um, while there was no uh, technical reason why they could not do that on the OpenJDK infrastructure, there was a, a, a cultural um uh gap. Yes. And yeah, yeah. um yeah, I also yeah. contributed
0: yeah. some code and this with the Mercurio was not not ideal, I would say.
1: No true, no. And and, and, and therefore Java Vex uh, so so we were actually um a pioneer in this uh movement uh towards uh or with the migration from uh the old OpenJDK Mercurio infrastructure into uh git based uh repositories uh, with Project Scara is, uh, uh, it is the goal that more, uh, OpenJDK projects, including, uh, OpenJDK itself, uh, will migrate to, uh, to GitHub. Um, again, I, I, I really like that move. Um, but it's not that it's, it doesn't become easier to fix bugs because the code is still the same code. Yeah. But it's more acceptable to, uh, to developers. So the, um, uh, the image of, uh, uh open improved, uh, I think because we, um, we first had a mirror on, uh, GitHub and now the, the main repository is on, uh, is on GitHub, uh, as well. So that's, uh, um, it, it, it already was open source and it was as open as it is now. The license didn't change, but perceived openness has, uh, increased. Yeah. So, oh.
0: Just to summarize, what happened is on um, Oracle asked you and uh, to uh, to be the steward of open source Javix, so open Javix, and you are the only co-lead f- from the community, and there's another one from Oracle, and uh yeah, you are both the benevolent dictators of Javavix, right?
1: Yeah, sort of. Now um we are the um so so Kevin and I are the uh, uh the uh, the co-leads. So that means that we um uh decide on some uh features uh um, uh, uh, uh but we follow the same procedures as uh, as the OpenJDK, so we've committers, reviewers and then project leads and so so it's very clearly defined what we um uh, what, what everyone's role is. Um now talking about Stuart, um um we also so with Blueon we um we distribute the OpenJFx uh, uh, uh releases. So um we follow the same cadence as the open JDK. Mm-hmm. uh and um um oracle does not provide releases for uh, open uh 11 and beyond but gluon does mm-hmm. and uh, um we work together um very closely with uh, uh with oracle the release cadences uh, uh aligned uh, with each other um but while we are the only ones who officially distribute it um there is no um um, license violation, or so if uh, others want to distribute uh, JavaFX uh, uh-huh. uh, as well. Um, with Gluon, we have uh, long-term support for JavaFX 11, which is similar to what Oracle has for Java 11. So um, uh, wait a second. So, is... so
0: what it means is, Open JFX is more like Open JDK, and there is uh, like uh, the uh, Oracle Java. This is the Gluon Java fix, right?
2: This would be yes. The...
1: So yeah. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, the um the artifacts that are distributed on Maven Central for uh Java Vex um 11 uh 12 13 uh 14 and so on, they are um built by Gluon and we upload them to uh to Maven Central.
0: Mhm. Yeah, cool. So and um, nice. So I mean, now you are a no, uh important guy, right? So I mean, uh imagine this. Uh, I remember the party and I I was also invited. I don't know whether you participated. There was a party, Java X party, with the uh, rock uh, guy. Uh, he he created the electric uh, car. What was his name? Is very famous in you know, the old uh, rock guy from USA. You you know the name?
2: Uh...
0: You know who? who uh, did he he uh, refurbished an old old US car and made it electric. And he had uh, you know he went through USA. And uh, he was on the Java Java 1 keynote. I think it was also 2009 or 2008 or something. And there was a Java Fix yeah. party in Thirsty Bear after, after that.
1: Was it uh, Paul Peroni?
0: No, he was... Uh, Rocking in the Free World was one of the, his songs. What oh, called? yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Neil uh, Young. Yes, I think, yeah. This was Neil Young.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That was when... What, was that in two thousand eleven? I think it was. No, it was earlier. It was two thousand eight okay, or two thousand nine
0: yeah. or something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Yes, this was the yeah. yeah this is um Jonathan Jonathan Swartz. Schwartz was you know yeah. The, yeah.
1: The, yeah 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 he did something with Blu Ray
0: yeah uh, uh, yeah as well and and the, the interesting part you know we we are there we are really excited about Java and now you know you you can actually um you know decide what's the future of Java which is incredible right.
1: Uh yes. I yeah, I'm I'm really pretty excited about the future future and, and if you talk about those parties, I think it's not only me but I hear from here from different people that um um that they are seeing something similar now, the same enthusiasm that, that we saw in uh, Java in the uh, late nineties or um it's something that people are seeing now with uh crawlvm uh, uh again. I think the combination with crawlvm yeah. and Java Fx, is going to be um, it's 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 going to make java work again on the client
2: yeah
0: but before we go into this so uh, now roll back again from the technical perspective so what you got from oracle is the is the java i would say java framework which is called java VIX or java based framework which is called java VIX, with an alternative rendering pipeline to swing this is the the whole deal and it run everywhere, but in order to run on iOS, uh, it couldn't be JVM. So you use back then RoboVM to translate the uh, JavaFX or Java application, which happened to be JavaFX, into native code, which run more or less natively on iOS devices. Correct? So, so like this, right?
1: Yes. Yes, that's correct.
0: Yeah. And then in one point of time, I think RoboVM became commercial, right?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, they got acquired by Xamarin. Yeah. And which got acquired by Microsoft and um Microsoft decided not to continue the work of RoboVM.
0: Okay, and then so it means for you it is still open source and you can use it, right? Or what was the story behind yes. that?
1: Yes. Yes, so it, it 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 was still open source so we could uh, maintain it and use it. Um but um the the main drawback uh was not the fact that RoboVM was acquired or so the main drawback was that um in order to run uh Java on iOS, um you need a virtual machine and uh well a compiled version of the virtual machine and RopeVM was uh entirely based or almost entirely based on the Android uh version uh virtual machine and the uh, uh uh APIs from the Apache Harmony project. Um so that means that um they were stuck at Java six, seven and never really reached uh, uh eight. Mm-hmm. And that was a bigger issue than, uh, the Rogue VM Code being discontinued because we wanted to go to, um, to 9, 10, 11, uh, and, and, and beyond. Uh, the, one of the main reasons why Java is successful is the right ones run anywhere. If you have to tell developers that, um, that they have to create a application, uh, for, uh, mobile applications in a different uh, version than the ones for desktop, then you lose the major advantage of Java. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the major requirement that that I had for uh, Java as mobile was that it should be 100% the same version as Java on desktop. Yes. And mm-hmm. we would not be able to do that with the Harmony um, uh, implementation that's used by Android, and that was also then used by um, uh, on, on iOS, used by RoboVM. So we needed, the only alternative we had was, we need the very latest version of uh, uh, Java, mm-hmm. and that is OpenJDK. Mm-hmm. So I became the um the the project lead of OpenJDK mobile which is also a project started uh, um at uh Sun Oracle
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and in that project um the OpenJDK classes uh the native components of the core Java classes uh have been ported to iOS and Android. So mm-hmm. that is uh, that, um and and most of the code has been upstreamed to OpenJDK so it's now uh, part of open jdk um so that was very good um for providing the um the the, the latest java apis uh, to to mobile as well
0: so what you said right now is, is for my understanding there is an open jdk um, which runs on ARM on, on arm CPUs and you ported the native parts in order to run natively on iOS this is what happened or
1: Yes, more or less. Well, it's, it's not just me. It's, uh, also people from Oracle and other companies that have contributed, uh, to it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the code is, well, it looks very much like the, um, like the, ARM uh, Arc 64 Linux, uh, uh, port. There are some differences, of course, because Android and iOS have, uh, their own, uh, um, um, yeah, specifics, for example, file system access and, and, and so on. Um, but it's, uh, um, it's all in the same, uh, code base now.
0: Mm-hmm. And why the other, uh, what the other people or developers did with the port iOS port? So you are using this for running uh, uh, JavaFix on iOS. What are the other use cases, no, beside JavaFix? You know someone on? That, un- that, yeah.
1: That's actually a very good question. Um, there are some, um, there are some, um, um, members on mailing lists that occasionally uh ask questions and that we do not know what they are um doing about. But well you can imagine that um uh well we mainly talk about iOS and Android, but there are other um manufacturers of mobile phones or mobile devices that mm-hmm. want to use the same hardware mm-hmm. but that do not want to use the um uh Android uh, uh APIs or that not want to uh, or that don't have a deal with Google about uh, uh Android. So um and the difference between mobile and embedded is 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 often getting more blurry, especially now with ARM sixty four getting more popular on embedded as well. So um in general uh Java on uh ARM sixty four based Linux based systems is uh, um is getting more interest and that happens to be the the OS arc um, combination that's used by iOS, by Android, but also by uh 64 bit versions of Raspberry Pi. And so, so it's, it's being used more and more in a, uh, embedded. Unfortunately, um, those are typically not the projects that, um, that brag about what they are doing because it's, uh, uh often done in, um, security, uh, healthcare and, mm-hmm. uh, um, missing critical, uh, systems.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, I mean, so interesting what you are doing. So, what you did from the strategic perspective, you know, you set up some. So, you started with the base. You need something, you know, Open JDK is, the, you know, the absolute minimum in order to run effectively on iOS and Android is not a problem, I guess. And more, more problematic was iOS, and um, so you. Well, actually, no,
1: no, and Android was actually more problematic because the uh, the okay. um, um, on iOS we needed to do an AOT compilation. Okay. Because uh, there was no Java on Android, there was Java. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's sort of Java because on Android uh, you 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 don't have the, the the full Java. It's not Java 11, and that actually makes it uh, more confusing to people if they um if they create Java applications uh, on desktop, and then they 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 hear that Android is Java, so they try to run their Java applications on Android devices as well, and it doesn't work because the Android APIs are Slightly different, different enough to um, to make almost every business application break. Okay. So, therefore, we needed um, Java eleven and beyond on Android as well, and uh, um, um, and that was actually probably even uh, um, it, it, it was it was harder than than, than iOS actually. Interesting. So, and um,
0: was it? Was it you and your company, or were no? How many people worked worked on that? So on porting it to Android and porting to iOS. So how big was yeah, the so, entire team?
1: Um, the well, what I said until now was the Open JDK APIs. Uh, I think uh, there were a couple of people in in, uh, in Oracle uh, uh, contributing to this, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, about four people uh, from Gluon contributing to this. Um, but the the um, Apart from that, we also needed the virtual machine because the OpenJDK APIs, or just the APIs, mm-hmm. the hotspot um, uh, virtual machine, porting that to, to iOS would be silly because Apple did not allow uh, uh, running uh, um, uh, uh, hotspot on uh, uh, their devices. So we first ported the zero interpreter, which uh, was uh, allowed, but was terribly slow. And then... Um, the Graal project uh, uh became more or less uh, uh visible on the surface. So we decided to go with uh, uh with Kral. That means that and as a consequence the Kral VM uh, native image compiler needed to be um not really ported but needed needed to be made applicable to iOS and Android. Mm-hmm. And um there are a number of uh, people from the Oracle labs who contributed to this uh, uh, uh ports to iOS and Android um mainly or partially by supporting LLVM as a backend compiler in GraalVM.
0: Exactly. So you're using uh, GraalVM as an LLVM tool chain, and what's on the output is a native image which runs natively on iOS and Android, right?
1: Yeah, so, so native image will compile the Java bytecode via LLVM, uh, and then we have a component that's called Gluon Substrate that will uh, compile everything. Uh, so the virtual machine... With the uh, the classes, uh, the native code that we get from OpenJDK and the native code that we uh, create at the OpenJFX, together with uh, uh, other required libraries, into the uh, final executable for iOS or Android. So, so what happened is
0: So you get like a, a substrate. You mentioned substrate. So you get almost, so no, almost, so the tree shaking like functionality from JavaScript, right? So uh, what uh, what will happen is all not needed classes. Will be skipped and is only shipped what is really needed, right? So the image would be fairly small.
1: Yes, yes, and we don't only do that for for mobile, but also for desktop. And there we can compare um, um, the image is indeed much smaller. It's it's typically um, uh, less than half of the size of uh, uh, of what you would have without uh, uh, using this AOT.
0: So I'm so just a guess. So the entire. So a hello world java Fix app is around let's say 60 max everything
1: um i think we have 12 max at this moment
0: 12 max yeah okay cool i thought you know you need more because you have um you know some assets like images or whatever but yeah and, and the next what interests me um with java Fix, have you also provided some visual or how to call it visual controls i mean Javafix ships with uh, uh, UI components. So, have you provided a new component? So, what what happens on that front?
1: Well, in in, in OpenJFX itself, um, we provide the basics that um, well the basic uh, controls. Mm-hmm. Um, and but more important, I think we we provide the the framework that allows to uh, create their own components. Uh-huh. So there are, of course, the standard uh, text box, uh, button, label, uh, uh, and then the shapes, uh, rectangle, and so. Those are the things, and and, 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 and things like uh, list view, table uh, table view, and so. Those are the things that are provided by uh, by OpenJFX. Um, but in almost every project, uh, um At least in in, in big projects, um, the end user wants to create his own uh, uh, component, Mm -hmm. uh, his own own, uh, controls. And uh, um, it would be impossible to come up with uh, uh, an OpenJFX release that um, contains all the controls that would ever be needed by anyone in any project. So... The focus is really on making it easy for um, third-party developers to create their own uh, um, uh, controls on top of uh, uh, OpenJFX. So we often get the question, what new controls are you going to add? But um, we're very careful about adding new controls because um, one of the other key criteria um, uh, for JavaFX is maintainability. And if we would now decide that we need, for example, a floating action button in Java X, then it's, um, we commit ourselves that uh, in at least six years from now, we will still maintain that control, and we will uh, um, and maintaining means that we want to guarantee that it runs on all the platforms that we do support now, which is, uh, um, especially in the UI landscape, a um, bold statement. Mm-hmm. So we are careful um that whatever we do in OpenJFX should still be relevant and maintainable in six years from now. And uh as a consequence, um new fancy controls is unlikely uh it's unlikely that you will find those in new OpenJFX uh, versions. Mm-hmm. However, um if you look at for example what Gary Cromwell is do, doing with uh with TilesFX, and so um he's creating new fancy controls using OpenJFX. So our primary goal is to allow um, companies and third-party developers to um, to do what they want to do with uh, the OpenJFX APIs.
0: You said tiles FX, right? Yes. Okay. And um, are you aware of the web components in in HTML web standards?
2: Um, yes. So More or less, yes.
0: Yeah. And uh, is it something similar in OpenJFX? So if you, I would like, like to create, you know, my own custom control. Is it something new, or it was what was available at Java eight, Java fixed times? So- no,
1: no, that's uh, um, uh, whatever we have now. So the, the 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 approach to develop controls is still um, at a high level, similar to uh, how it was uh, before.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A few things have changed because of the modernization. So um, the separation between uh, uh, skins and controls uh, has uh, slightly changed. But it's not, it's not that we took a new approach uh, here. However, there are third party frameworks that do take uh, uh, other approaches and that allow for dynamically uh, creation of uh, uh, new uh, components or even in uh, uh, creating um, entire frameworks in different languages. For example, Tornado FX um, uh, is a Kotlin extension uh, uh, to uh, to Java FX with, uh, uh, with its own uh, uh, ecosystem and and that's totally fine. And we are listening to all those projects. And if, if there's something limiting, uh, them from doing what they want to do, uh, we do consider adding it in, uh, OpenJFX. For example, in ControlsFX, um, they, uh, were running against some restrictions of the new Java modularity, uh, uh, um, uh, approach. And as a consequence, we, um, after long, uh, discussion with the, uh, owners of open, uh, of ControlsFX, uh, some of the APIs in JavaFX were changed, but not drastically. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you
0: mentioned tornado uh, TilesFX. So what what other exciting project you see? So can
1: you mention a view on what they are doing? Um, other projects that are um, uh, built on top of uh, um, um, OpenJFX. Um, well, uh, for example, uh, uh, Dirk Lemmerman has this, uh, uh, has a bunch of open source projects and also commercial projects like the uh, uh charts. Um, and, uh, um, he actually, um, uh, there was recently in, uh, Zurich, the Java days, uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, beginning of December. And there were about, uh, I think, uh, 12 companies or so, or, uh, maybe, maybe even more that showed what they were doing, uh, with, uh, uh with Java VEX. And that was pretty amazing. There's, a, um, there's a video online about it. Um, but, um, there are scientific companies uh, um, uh, medical companies financial companies that all created um, um, extensions to java vex mainly for internal usages uh some frameworks are open source for example fxyz which is a 3 d framework that allows uh, um, yeah more uh, scientific 3 d rendering uh using java vex um, i have an own uh, um, JavaFX uh, uh, framework that uh, allows to um, to render quantum uh, computing circuits. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, um, yeah in in many different areas, um, many different uh, companies and individuals are creating their own extensions. How many? I attend- would love to see how many um,
0: attendees they there were at the JavaFX conference in December, roughly.
1: Um, it was sold out, I think, and that was, uh, so there was only one room, so I think it's, uh, um, maybe, uh, 70, uh, people or so.
0: Yeah, but still, I mean, this is still a lot. I mean, this is a specific topic, so
1: it's cool. Yeah. Well, if you, if you look at the downloads of Java Vex, um, every, um, so we still distribute a uh, Blue uh, on Scene Builder, which is uh, um the extension uh, the, the continuation of the uh, uh Sun Oracle uh Scene Builder mm-hmm. uh which allows uh, uh designers to create JavaFX applications with a uh, uh, well the Scene Builder uh tool. And we have about uh, uh let me think about more than thirty thousand unique downloads every month from Scene Builder. And so those are new developers every month. Um we, thousand per day. About, uh, yeah, about thousands the, a thousand per day, yes. It's also those are crazy. Those are really new, new developers because we don't make, uh, too much new releases if it's not, uh, needed. So, um, that's more or less how we uh, calculate. We also make the, um, uh, occasionally the, the, the download numbers from Maven Central public. Uh, and for example, last month there were more than 60,000 unique IP addresses, addresses uh, being, uh, uh, downloading Java Vexa uh, artifacts from Maven Central. Um and we see the same number um of uh IP addresses downloading the Java SDKs as the case that we distribute with Blueon. So it's definitely um not a small uh market. So in the last one and a
0: half year you mainly focus on uh on Gral VM integration and run and make available JavaFX to run everywhere and all devices with the same code base, right? Yep. Yeah, perfect. So I think this is achieved and um I thought about Java Vix a lot and um what uh, I think what can happen in favor to you is you know, I think Apple is already thinking about having ARM CPUs on um on desktops. And uh they have the you know the A ten chip I think and A twelve and uh I, there's actually no reason to keep them in mobile space. They could actually make it available on, on desktops and this could you uh, know uh, be something interesting for JavaFX because then you can program you know natively JavaFX applications uh which runs on 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 Apple right yeah this is interesting and i don't know whether you are aware of do you do you heard about uh, react native uh, or ionic mhm yes and uh, for me uh then the modern Java VIX with Graal is very similar to React native or Ionic. Re- except you are using native Java, right?
1: Yes. Yes, we're using native Java. No um Web uh well, so Web still has a web view, of course, so you mm-hmm. can use web content, but uh the rendering is not done in the browser but directly on the uh on the GPU. Yeah. And uh, uh and the uh the logic code itself is, is compiled in the native so Combination is extremely uh, uh, gives a very high performance, very fast startup time, and low memory footprint.
0: Yeah, so it so, would be uh, uh,
1: similar to Flutter
0: then. You know Flutter.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like the yes. Java Java version of Flutter. And, yes,
1: uh, and I think well that that's important. They say it's the Java version of uh, uh, well what well, well, you can discuss about it. One of the main uh, key differentiators for Java Vex is that it is Java, which means that there are twelve million developers capable of creating apps into it you don't need to learn something new you don't need to learn flutter Dart go uh, um, or uh, whatever uh, language if you know Java you can create uh, mobile apps embedded apps client apps with just one language and I think that's 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 one of the huge advantages and possibilities that Java FX uh, has It's very hard to start with a new language now and to uh to get critical mass to get a critical number of developers especially if that language needs to be secure uh, mature multi threaded as well Mm -hmm. and that is all the advantages that java has been providing for more than 25 years now uh you have them you get them for free if you use java fx and create Mm -hmm. client applications
0: because um i think the perception is a little bit wrong so what uh what I, what I hear in projects you know uh java fix we don't need java fi- java fix we we do web and I do a web a lot with web components and web standards this is we are just killing javascript frameworks re- and replacing them with web standards but what 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 we are actually doing is a boring you know enterprise apps and uh in one point of time you cannot be as fast and how to call it as well integrated into operating system as a as a native product can be so, um, in in you know, if we can build you know simplistic apps, so my approach is good enough. Um, but in one point of time, you know, you cross the line and see, okay, with uh, you can build an offline app with um, HTML five of web, web standards. But in one point of time, you will need a native app. And now you have the choice. You know, uh, I think it is not viable to create a native iOS app and native Android app, and uh, and uh, because you will have spent you know the the, the time twice and you have to maintain you have two code bases but uh, if you are competing you know now with Flutter Ionic and 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 uh, uh, React Native and uh, you proved already that uh, you stick with the project for multiple years the problem with all the you know crazy JavaScript stuff is it moves too fast and you have a lot of breaking changes in the worst possible mm-hmm. case you know uh, Google or whoever will just you know drop the projects and then you are completely lost. And this exactly. was yeah. yeah, and this was my fear with uh with you and JavaFix, but you are sticking over for a long time. And now you are uh know, the co-lead of the project and there are already multiple companies which uh which invested heavily in JavaFix. So I I would say the chances that JavaFX actually disappears are lower than uh, something like Native Ionic or Flutter disappears because They are also, for instance, Flutter is a large company, Google is behind. But uh, if they find out, you know, they don't need Flutter anymore, they will just drop it. And now the question is whether the community then will step in and support Flutter. But in JavaFX, it is already driven by community. So, you know, we already proven that it is on the market and it's getting more and more popular. So for, for you, there is a less and less reason to drop the support. It is even more likely that if it becomes even more popular, Someone else, you know, in parallel to Gluon, let's say, Tony Apple or whoever will just, you uh, know, uh, step in and also provide commercial support.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's. Uh, I think people were a bit afraid um, uh, a few years ago that Oracle um, would or could kill uh, JavaFX, but JavaFX is bigger than Oracle. And even even Oracle is, is still contributing heavily and, and increasingly in uh, JavaFX. Um, and that's indeed different with other projects where one company can kill um, uh, can kill a technology Oracle cannot kill Java Vex. Gluon can also not kill Java Vex. Um, it's uh, um, uh, it's it's fully open source Their um, licensing is uh, um, very um, uh very very safe uh so that it cannot be it cannot be killed and also it's it's being used more uh, uh more often than than many people uh do uh, realise. Unfortunately lots of things are uh below the radar. Um but um I'm 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 not worried about uh, uh um Java being uh not being developed anymore in the uh in the foreseeable uh, future. So yeah I, I I I I do agree that well compared with the um JavaScript framework that people now use to create uh hybrid mobile applications, the future of chance the future of JavaX is much um much more stable. Yeah.
0: For instance, um I don't know whether you 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 already did something with Angular. So there's the new Angular uh framework. And uh they have semantic versioning and they have two major releases a year and potentially they could introduce twice a year, you know, breaking changes so uh, and what really happens is so in in my project so the the my, some of my clients used uh, Angular and uh we I did some security audits, so if you wait to for too long for a few weeks, you get you know i don't know seventy hundred a uh, few hundreds uh security issues where you have to upgrade actually, so you will have to upgrade the framework all the time and uh so f- for me, it is also a risk you know that uh you have to have a budget to keep your framework upgraded all the time Up, you know uh, otherwise you won't pass you know the political correct security gateway because you have some issues in the framework and uh java vix is more stable and with your strategy you say okay we will keep the platform stable there are just minor breaking changes oh by the way how many breaking breaking changes you had in the last few years you know that
1: so when we moved from 8 to 9, so with the modularization, uh, we had some breaking changes. Of but course. Apart from that, but as um, everyone uh,
0: had, with the, uh, JPMS, everyone had breaking changes, right? As yeah. yeah. But, but apart was, from that, uh, no, no when was it? And I think When was it? Sorry? When was it, The from Java 8 to 9, where, when it happened?
1: <laughs> well, see, I even didn't know when was the last time that you interviewed me. So... Um, because... Uh, we can calculate that because it was the six-month uh, cycle that started with nine. So um, yeah, a long time ago,
0: two more yeah, than two years.
1: Yeah. yeah. So and 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 there are no foreseeable breaking changes uh, uh, in the future. Now, if you talk about Angular, I actually did some work with Angular in the uh, a very long time ago, and then indeed when Angular two came out, I had to throw away everything, um, and i think it's 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 mainly marketing so there are definitely very very many cases where a, a website or web uh, um uh solution is the best uh, approach for a project definitely um on the other hand um um people Often underestimate the uh, long-term maintenance uh, cost. Yeah. If you indeed have to rewrite your whole application because there's new JavaScript framework or there are so many security holes and the project is not maintained anymore, then it's getting very, very costly. Yeah. And if you're going to do it in native Android and native iOS, uh, and you um, well, those are known for making breaking changes. So uh, uh, it's two new uh, platforms with different skills, and you need to. It's very expensive, and there with Java, I think Mark Reinhold showed uh, um a hello world uh, or Hello Swing application um, a few years ago at Java One that was working from day one and it is still working so um it's uh with with java it's uh, um, it might be bigger upfront investment, but the total cost of ownership if you uh, if you are committed or maintaining your project for uh, at least more than 6 months then it becomes easy uh, easily cheap with uh, with java than with uh, uh, web framework frameworks that you need to update very often
0: yeah no no update uh, i'm pretty sure that i uh, it's actually java is easier to install than angular so i don't know whether you tried you know oh, recently sorry. to install angular it is like uh, 25 to 35000 javascript files are going downloaded it takes forever and um what's uh, what's uh, what's interesting to me is you know what if one of the files changes and you cannot build the application anymore so for instance can happen and um uh, so this interesting discussion but i think the the problem is or the uh, not the problem the issue is you cannot position or you should not position the uh, javafx against angular we should position the you no know, javafx against flutter react uh, react native or ionic and this is completely different uh, different story back then because uh, we have as you said we have java then you know we can build your true native applications and uh, it this is completely open source project uh, you know backed by you know java people who are around for 20 30 years
1: right yes i yeah i i, I agree i um i don't like the uh the so-called competition with, uh, uh, with HTML because th- th- that's a different world. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, um, for some things, the web browser is uh, perfect. And for other things, native applications are better. So that's that's uh, a never-ending uh, discussion that um,
0: yeah I don't like. Yeah, I mean, the discussion is simple, right? Because uh, if you have uh, just HTML, you rely the browser is the VM and whatever the browser provides uh this is what you, you what you can use and uh you have to be a little bit careful that all the browsers provide this otherwise you are stick with one browser so you so you have a subset of functionality which is growing but is not native. So and mm-hmm. uh with uh with uh JavaFix, um you have native access so sky is the limit. By the way, can you actually access all the is there a way to access all the sensors provided by the device? So if you let's say you have a I don't know, there is a iOS comes with a new sensor, let's say, I don't know, temperature sensor. Can you just yeah. is, access that from Java VIX
1: in the proprietary way? Yeah, so what we what we have for this is uh, um, we have a project Grown Attach, which is a, a, an open source uh, project in which we uh, attach the uh, native devices, the sensor from the native devices with a Java API and we have an uh, increasing list of services that we support for example uh gps accelerometer uh um um, um device rotation uh, uh inputs and so on so and when there's a new uh sensor we provide the native code uh that talks to the uh the, to the to the hardware and then we use jni uh, to provide the java uh api uh for this and that is actually um, um this 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 approach is is also often used in uh, um, many commercial projects that I know uh in embedded systems, for example, where you have a um, kiosk system with a, um, an n f c reader or a card reader or some hardware that's being attached, and um, their java Vex is often the number one choice because of this easy integration between uh the java layer and the native uh, layer. Yeah, and that is uh, very well possible on uh, embedded devices, but also on uh, on mobile devices. And that's much harder if you need to do that with a web application. If your website needs to access um, a card reader, for example, in a secure way, dealing with all the certificates and so on, well, that is where Java was created for. So that that's why Java Rich is very often the 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 first choice there.
0: Yeah. To give you a concrete example, so recently in a project, someone asked me, No, we have uh, specific devices and can we, uh, we have to port from uh, some Windows stuff to what? And I said, Okay, uh, if it's just UI, we could just try and you know with web components and uh, and uh, SPAs. And they asked me, No, can you access, uh, we would like to read the QR code. And I said, Yeah, now, now, now we are talking, right? So I could access the camera properly from web standards and, uh, but it, you know, this is—it could work, but it doesn't doesn't have to. And uh, if you have native access to the to the operating system, I mean, more things are possible.
1: Right. And 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 what an approach that we've seen uh, a number of times now is that um, initially uh, companies ask, um, "Can I have a website talking to this uh, native uh, car trader, for example?" And then the answer is, of course, no. But then Java Vex as a web view, so you can open the website that's already been created. And then in Java vex there this, there's this API that allows you to interact with the JavaScript running in the web view. And that uh, JavaScript can then be connected to um, your Java uh, uh, API that's talking to the native device. Mm-hmm. So there, Java vex and Java act as a bridge between the, um, the native functionality, the card reader, uh, the QR uh, reader and so, and and the website. What we see in the second phase is then that the uh, customers are typically so happy about this approach that they um, gradually replace the uh, the website that they just render in the WebView with native JavaFX uh, components. And finally, they have a fully native uh, uh, Java application on those embedded devices. But how I can access
0: from browser, from JavaScript, your JavaFX code? So how this would work?
1: Um, well, so the WebView component in Java Rex yes. uh, allows you to uh, render um uh, websites and also allows you to um to hook into the JavaScript so you can inject okay. JavaScript in the web Well
0: I will um, have to use the web view, JavaFix web view, right? Yes. Yeah. Question. Um have you upgraded the uh, uh, the what is it? It the problem was it was a little bit, you know, older than it should. So is this is the web view upgraded? Is this already Chrome based, or what is it? You know this?
1: Yeah, the WebKit is. Um, uh, we update the WebKit um, uh, pretty often, um, uh, and the different components of WebKits, so the XSLT processor and the CSS uh, parsing, and so, um, are updated about uh, uh, once every three months or so. Okay. Um So with the latest releases, there are many bugs uh, fixed, memory uh, issues being fixed, uh, uh, and so. So that is a. Uh, That is one of the things that often get updated uh, uh, in between Java releases, yes.
0: So are actually uh, web components supported? You know that? I don't know. But this could be really interesting because then you could even use uh, the Java Fix as a replacement of the Apache project, which I forgot how it's called from Adobe, which was donated from Adobe to Apache, Cordova.
1: Cordova, yeah.
0: Yeah. This. I, I mean, this should be... This has to be really important for you, you know, to provide web component support, and I think it should be possible because Safari has web component support or custom element support, and this is WebKit-based. So I think probably it also works in your case.
1: Yeah, I'll make a note. I'll, I'll definitely check it out.
0: Because this makes completely opens the door to complete new kind of, of, of applications where I can, you know, use my uh, web components, web standard app, and use, you know, a JavaFX as a as a app store shipping stuff this is what the react uh, native and the others are doing and then i could just write my run my standard web standard application and have access to whatever you can provide me so this could be a really interesting story
1: mhm yeah cool yeah definitely
0: yeah what other cool projects do you have so we have the glue on attach any other inter- s- uh, scene builder you said this is also uh, is it open source
1: yeah, Scene Builder is uh, completely open source, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, so that's used for. Um, uh, well, so designers mainly use it to uh, to use a drag and drop interface to create JavaFX uh, uh, scenes uh, and applications. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, um, that's a very popular one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Glue on Maps is something that we have as well, which provides a tile rendering uh, uh, map engine. Which is uh, um, very useful in uh, mobile applications and web applications, but also more well, desktop applications. Um, so that is uh, um, that is uh, that is an interesting as well. Mm-hmm. And they we have a Glue on Cloud link, um, which provides the uh, interface between the JavaFX client applications and um, the functionality in servers and clouds, integration with serverless uh, functionality, and so. So there we um, take the concept of the JavaFX. A binding API one step further, so we bind the data or the functionality in the cloud to the user interface in the uh, on, on, on the client.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice, and um, and people can just buy support direct directly from your company for all the open source project, right? On how it works. So yes. how so how you earn money? I mean,
1: yeah. So so I said that. So we distribute with uh, Gluon, we distribute Java, Vex, uh, um, uh or um, we're currently at 1301. 1302 will be released uh, uh, soon. And then uh, uh, in March, uh, we will release Java VEX 14. Now, for companies that want to stay on a long-term supported release, we have uh, Java VEX 11 long-term support. So we, um, for those customers, we backport uh, a number of changes, bug fixes, security fixes, and so into the Java EX 11 uh, uh, line. Mm-hmm. And we distribute uh, builds of, uh, we're currently uh, at JavaX 11.05, and that is uh, um, being distributed to JavaX 11 long-term support customers. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, one uh, uh, revenue stream. And the other is Glue on Mobile. So while everything really is cross-platform and uh, uh, totally using the latest OpenJDK and OpenJFX, we have a library that uh, provides um, controls that are um, mobile-specific that uh, make it easier to make your applications having a mobile uh, look and feel and that is glue on mobile and that's a commercial product and then uh, uh, glue on cloud link which links your application to the cloud is a commercial product uh, as well
0: so it means that um, what i can buy from you directly so it's just this uh, mobile framework glue on mobile and cloud link this is two project products where you can directly
1: buy other th- and the JavaFX long-term support is also something that you could, you you then then you buy an SLA actually. Yeah, and the other projects I would just buy support for the projects, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. And how how long is the support? The LTS.
1: Yeah. So the standard long-term support is six years that we have uh, with uh, uh, JavaFX uh, uh, 11 long-term support. Yeah, great.
0: And this is actually uh, a great story. So what uh, what? What well, I think what the future really is, you know, to position JavaFix against the React Native, Ionix, and the others ones. Because uh, the, using, you know, um, comparing JavaFix to web components or, or HTML apps is a completely different use case, I would say. There are some, you know, intersections, but JavaFix is more powerful than HTML is, and with HTML... You can very very quickly create a table without anything, but you have just a table. You know, <laughs> you don't have yeah. a Zenzo access. You don't have nothing. So yeah, it, that, that's the difference. Okay.
1: Yes. So it's 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 indeed and and so don't think websites if you think about Java, but think about mobile devices, embedded devices, medical devices, car systems. Yeah. Think about all those devices where Java security, stability, maturity, uh, and maintainability are important. That is, uh, um, and combine that with, with call VM native image so that you get the best performance. Um, that is where Java can really make a difference.
0: Cool. Where people can find you, you know, give you money or
1: whatever. Um, if you go to glueonhq.com, Mm-hmm. That's our website, and there you find uh, more information about the products uh, and uh, uh, about uh, uh, what we do. And my Twitter handle is uh, Johan Vos, mm-hmm. so that's how people can contact me.
0: Yeah, perfect, Johan. So hopefully see you or hear you soon, not after one and a half years, but you should do it more frequently. But uh, it yeah. was really interesting, you know, to see what you... absolutely. In... always
1: nice catching up with you
0: okay <laughs> instead of code one we will meet you know in the basement and talk uh via mic and and the earphones yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: okay we'll find a way
0: so happy new 2020
2: by the way
1: yeah thank you yeah bye okay bye